love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Thursday, October 18th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Uh, as always, like to welcome... My friends and my family, there's Drew. Ask me about the crocodile bone in my pocket. Ooh, not going to do that. Hey, what's up, Tanner the Millennial? I had to change my shirt on my way to work because I spilled a burrito all over it. And right over there, uh, we're lucky to have her chilling. Her, her name is Bethany the Mouth from the South. I cleaned out the refrigerator, and now it looks like an episode of MTV Cribs. Yep. <laughs> and he's your venti skinny vanilla pumpkin spice host, The Fitz. You know, I got five babies, and I just uh, wonder... Why none of them ever want to pick up the phone or call me back? <laughs> they learned it from their dad, that's well, why. Two of them are under 10, so they don't have phones. All right, All right you guys, let's uh, let's warm up a little bit. Let's give you a little pre-show warm-up jam. I like to do this to kind of ease in to our professional broadcast. It is that the time is near. Halloween is in the air, children. I smell children. That's, That's why they don't call you back. <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flag They did the mash They did the monster mash That is the real sound of Halloween. I agree with that. It's right there. It's the real deal. Um, And and, and Halloween's definitely in the air, of course. Halloween, I feel, was in the air in really July. I think they had Halloween stuff on all the shelves, didn't they? Mm -hmm. Well, right now they have Christmas stuff out. I think it's like 12.9 billion now. The Halloween industry. No kidding. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's like doubling every year. I wonder how the alcohol industry is. I think it also. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I think Pretty it good. also <laughs> has to do with, um, like, people getting into Comic Con and all that oh, kind of stuff. Yeah. People love to dress up now. Yeah, now people and, need yes. costumes in July. Yeah. You know what's funny? I used, yeah, I used to like make fun of all the Comic Con stuff and all these older people who would put on costumes and go. Now I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to throw down some Dosa Keys, some Coronas, throw a costume on, and go do it. Do it! <laughs> I just want to do it! You know? Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting to dress up and have fun even as an adult. Uh, I don't know. I think we're 
turning adults into children. We need to go forward, not backwards. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think the reason adults are wanting to dress up and stuff and maybe play these make-believe things because... I think there's a there's a lot of adults that are really stressed out. Yeah, and, and everybody's kind of looking for that escape. All of our rea- reality, escape yep. from Sorry, reality. Tanner, yeah. All of our reality sucks, so we want to go <laughs> have some fun too. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> Listen, well. my reality sucks. I want to I want to be a cast member from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I also want to do? I want to open up a place that spikes pumpkin spice. Do they have those yet? Oh, Alcohol I'm sure. pumpkin they spice. They have to. I bet every bar in town has to have a pumpkin. pumpkin. Spice drink. Flavored right. drink. Hey, everybody. It's going to be an unbelievable show today. Uh, uh, when, uh, my, what, what day is it? Thursday? Whoa. Hello. Over here. What day is it, folks? It's Thursday, Thursday. right? So it's Friday Eve. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Here's my day. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Fitz. Hey, Fitz. Hello. Standing by with the news that did not make the news. Oh, some, this is... This has never happened. This, wow, this has never happened before. This There's been an escape. You guys, Taylor Swift has escaped. I'm not... This is legit. Taylor Swift has escaped. What... I'm going to take you out of Sacramento, California, the Sacramento Zoo. An antelope named Taylor Swift has escaped at the Sacramento (laughs) Zoo? (laughs) I guess that antelope had bad blood. Oh. (laughs) Puns for days. Look what you made it do. Yeah, she's just going to shake it off. Yeah. But anyway, um, it happened on Sunday afternoon. Taylor Swift escaped. Taylor Swift, the antelope, is actually a bongo calf named Taylor Swift. Wow. She escaped her habitat, and um, what in the world is a bongo? A bongo, cat? it's a species of antelope. Oh, okay. You know, it's going to be hard to catch because the you know that Taylor Swift there has long, lean legs and is very quick, yes. very fast runner. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. Yes, and after after uh, you know while she was running off, she turned around and she looked at at the zookeeper and says, "Look what you made me do." That's right. That's right. She did actually. How did you know this? I just knew. Yeah, there is video of the animal actually saying that. Uh, anyway, I do want to say that Taylor Swift was quickly corralled. And, oh. uh, is be- yeah, I, I have exclusive. What She's are you kidding? That's the best for Taylor. Taylor timeout. <laughs> I have exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio. This bongo habitat sits empty as one-year-old Taylor Swift recovers from her escape Sunday afternoon. According to Sacramento Zoo staff, high winds may have dropped branches into the exhibit, startling the calf. Zoo visitors evacuated the area around the exhibit. They say they saw the calf walking around this public path before she was gently guided back into the exhibit by zoo staff. No member of the public or staff ever came in physical contact with the animal. Uh, no one was injured in the process, which of course we're very thankful for. We're told she just kind of calmly looked around, saw those people, Check and chose to turn and walk away from them. Sacramento Zoo visitors hoping to see Taylor Swift, the bongo calf, are going to have to wait a while. Has Taylor Swift, has, ha, has my Taylor Swift reacted to this on Twitter or social media? Well, I don't know. No. The real Taylor Swift, has she, has she put out a statement? I don't know, but I think all anyone really wants to know is how's this antelope going to vote in the next election? <laughs> <laughs> is it a blue or a red antelope? Well, the strange thing is she actually voted for uh, two people on the left side of her cage to live with her. Oh. So, yeah. Switching it up. Not the right. All right, well, let's, also, let's keep in mind that this calf lives in California. So, you know, the other Taylor Swift is trying to influence in Tennessee. Maybe this 
this antelope right. will try to swing right. the vote in California. All right. <laughs> Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Also out of a uh, uh, wonderful California. Bye-bye, Granny. A girl at a high school in the tippity-tippity-top of Northern California recently handed out cookies um, that had her grandmother's ashes in them. What? Who does that? That's gotta be she like did. Felony. How old was she? She was in high school. I just can't respect... So she did it on purpose? Well, one family talked about it with the local news, but had their son's voice altered to hide his identity, obviously. Talking about Granny's ashes being put in the cookies that everybody ate. I just I can't mean, respect anybody that puts anything in food like that. That is Well, just I mean, in disgusting. a way, don't you really have Granny part of your life forever? Or yeah, at least for the next three sharing, days? You shouldn't be sharing her around with strangers. <laughs> Maybe you should, though. You know, there is an episode of My Strange Addiction where someone is eating ashes straight out of the Is that right? Yeah, yeah but that's them. probably her so relative. It has nothing to do with her well, passing out cookies to Cindy down the street, and l- she's got to eat your grandma. Listen, I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now that I can't this wait to play for you. is going around, like, telling everyone, basically, at this point, that uh, she had brought in these cookies to school with human ashes in them. The high school she was thing? giving them to people, and it was just weird. Okay, so there you go, folks. <laughs> what if this is just an awful rumor? Yeah. No, it's it's the reality. And there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. You can tell it's fall, I guess. Everyone in the studio, except for me, is wearing a cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Rogers called. They want their entire wardrobe back today, please. (laughs) Not the shoes, too. Man, it's cardigan season, though. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. By the way, speaking of Mr. Rogers... My wife and I, right over there, her name is Bethany the Mouth from the South. She she wanted me to watch a documentary about Mr. Rogers. Do you remember the name? Was it just called Mr. Rogers? I think it was called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Won't You Be My Neighbor. If you have a chance to watch that, please do. It have you watched me- it yet? I have seen part of it. I had to stop it halfway through or a third of the way in, but it was emotional. brilliant. I just had to leave the house. No, you were emotional. Did you get a cry? <laughs> I got emotional. <laughs> I no, got a little I emotional too. I did too because, I mean, that was my childhood and that made me just fall in love yeah. with him and oh. even more. I mean, as a kid, I mean, you just loved him already. Oh, the, the cra- well, it was crazy when I was watching this. I said, oh my God, you know who would be great at playing Mr. Rogers? I said, would be Tom Hanks' kid. Colin, Colin Hanks. Yeah. I think he looks just like Mr. Rogers. Well, I think Tom Hanks is about to play. And, and then I, yeah. And then I found out that Tom Hanks is going to play him. I'm like, and, I think his kid would be better. And not only that, but a lot of people came after that and said, hey, Colin, do you think you might play the young Mr. Rogers yeah. in the movie with your dad? He said, no. For those of you who have seen the whole documentary, do they address the rumor about his car being stolen? No, and you no. know what? But you know what they do address? They they do address the rumor that Mr. Rogers was like some CIA operative spy. And, and they said it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, there was also a rumor that he was a, a, Hitman. a force recon sniper in the Marine Corps <laughs> with, with a massive amount hey, of kills. I yeah. love reading those conspiracy theories. It was just amazing but, to watch him sit in, in what you would 
what we see with the Brett Kavanaugh thing. Basically, he was sitting, sitting in front of Congress, right, in mm-hmm. front of a, a committee trying yeah. to uh, save public it, broadcasting, right, save the funding for for public broadcasting. And this guy was dead set against it. I mean, he was dead. And the set, within three minutes of Mister Rogers talking, he said, "You got me. That's it. Yep. It's wow. done." And again, the name of the he documentary. Gave it more money. Yeah. What's the name of the documentary? Won't you be my neighbor? Mm-hmm. He was such a. Uh, I can't. Yeah, we're actually. We're. It's amazing. Even in 2018, we're talking about Mr. Rogers, and he was so simple. He used like a little simple set. Had a very simple train set. Mm-hmm. He was, was the voice pup, of all the puppets. Voice of all the little Especially friends. Yeah, the little kitty cat that mm-hmm. always came out. You know, Daniel Tiger. Yes, Daniel Tiger. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I see you watch a lot of Mr. Rogers. I saw a shirt of Mr. Rogers the other day and says, "This cardigan is lit." <laughs> he was also though a lot of things. For instance, he was. Um, he was very. Very instrumental in the civil rights movement. And what I mean by that is he was one of the very first people that he had a black character, an African-American mm-hmm. character on his show. And they, he played the mailman and uh, it, he would come in. It, it showed both of them washing their feet together in yeah. like a little pool. And the same yeah, pool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was he, was, just, he, you know, he, he was making a point. He yeah. was. All right. So, you know what, Mr. Rogers, wherever you are out there in the cosmos, we love you. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Man, you guys are old. <laughs> we lived in a better time, Tanner. <laughs> Times were better then. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. I ain't as good as I once was. Yeah, you know what? As the years, you know, kind of add up, you know, years get tacked on to your life. Sometimes you get those aches and pains and you're just like, oh my gosh, it just, you know. It's not what it used to be, but a new study says that there is a point where life gets easier, and that point is age (laughs) forty-four. Sorry, age forty-four. Sweet, age forty-four years old. Drew, what? You're what? Fifty? How old are you right now? Fifty-four. Forty-three. Okay, good. So life's about to get good for you. You couldn't come a minute earlier. Let me tell you. (laughs) Come on, forty-four. Let's get here. (laughs) The study found that's when you finally stop being overwhelmed with stress about things like your job, finances, and you can finally start really just kind of relaxing and enjoying your life. Really, after like your second colonoscopy, really. You mean you realize you're over the hill? (laughs) You're You're on the downswing. Yeah, you're 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 in that death decline. (laughs) That's right. Hey, I am literally half the age to happiness. Yeah, I mean, after forty, you're on you're on that road straight to death. You're on the death slide. Yeah, you know you're on the death slide. No, you're getting this all wrong. It's you don't have to care about the little things anymore. You're 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 on cruise control. Right, because you're going to be out of here soon. No, that's not it. That's right. Because you are on the death slide. Why can't you just accept it and well, have fun what? with it? While I'm enjoying life, I'll look at the rest of y'all and I'll kick back. Yeah, but I'm going to be hey, enjoying... Fitz, you ain't so far from there either. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is I'm enjoying my slide. <laughs> All right, hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, the U.S. Army is uh, starting the process of looking to replace the M1 Abram, Abrams main battle tank, which has been, of course, our workhorse. The, it's just an absolutely amazing piece of equipment. Um, it, it's totally battlefield dominant, but of course, as battlefields change, they need new equipment. And the Brigadier General in charge of updating the fleet says they are open to anything. 
They are not saying the next tank has to look like a tank. It could mm. look like anything. In fact, he even like says... The Millennium Falcon? No, he even says it could look like some four-legged walking thing that shoots <gasps> laser beams like Star Wars. Oh my and of God. course, I'm talking about the AT-AT from Star Wars. He's open to anything. We could see something really cool because in our future. I need to get myself a ship and a rope so I can tie the legs around that bad boy like Luke Skywalker and it falls to the ground. Don't tell the bad guys. Well, also because I think, you know, we've been involved over in the Middle East area and yeah. we need something that can walk over all that terrain, yeah. Yeah. you know? That's all we need, you know, just... More weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> I just want R2-D2. <laughs> yeah. that, oh, well, let me go back to that. I don't know if you guys know this, but right now there are little mini robots that go 70 miles per hour that our government is already you know, using you know, robot testing and stuff. These little mini robots, 70 miles an hour, they, they climb over any terrain, rocks, hills. Can you imagine? Shoot guns, lasers, all sorts of things right now. Did you see the robot? I posted it on our page last weekend. It's uh, the Boston Dynamics robot that does parkour. It's like more agile yeah, and nimble than any of us. Yeah. Great. Now they're doing CrossFit. <laughs> Ten of the millennial. Choose your news. Man, it turns out nice guys really do finish last. A new study says that pleasant people are more likely to go bankrupt because they care less about money. So. Well, <laughs> I, it's kind of, I, I guess that. I don't know. They don't really care about money, so they don't, probably yeah. don't care so that they, they don't go care bankrupt. about being bankrupt. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I kind of. Like where those people are going because more and more I've been I've been uh, looking at you know cabins on Instagram, and sometimes you know what, you just kind of want to get rid of everything and go hide out in the woods in a little cabin where it doesn't take much to get by. Yeah, and it sounds pretty good to be honest with you. After reading this, it made me feel a lot better about being poor. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, Thursdays. Choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. Go to our Facebook page right now. It's uh, it's really cool. We're having a lot of fun with a certain part on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And Tanner, tell us what's going on. Uh, like uh, on the stories news section on, on our Facebook page. Well, on the top of your feed, you'll see a big box that says fits on it, and it's little 15 second chunks of little, this show. Little chunks. Little eight a bit of chunks <laughs> uh-huh. of this show, so you can check out maybe what you missed on the show right there on Facebook. Again, that's facebook.com slash follow fits. So, a lot of people right now, they are talking about the new show, The Connors. Uh, remember, Roseanne's gone. Mm-hmm. They fired Roseanne. Roseanne is gone. And uh, uh, from what I understand, the Connors killed off Roseanne's character the other night by having her overdose on opioids. And it was Roseanne's character because I saw a tweet from Roseanne that said, I ain't dead. Beep. Yeah, she (laughs) said, I'm still alive, bees. (laughs) Right. So what are your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm seeing a lot of mixed reaction. Some people are like, oh, it's great. And, and, and uh, some people are like, oh, it's not the same. I haven't watched it yet, to yeah. be honest, because I don't know how I feel about it. I do miss Roseanne. And I'm a believer in second chances. I'm not saying that what she did was right. But I do th- I do tend to believe her that it was not a joke about race. I do tend to believe her that she really is kind of, you know, a little... Well, and she didn't really realize the impact yeah. and, you know... 
I, I, ju- I just think that people deserve a second chance. Well, I saw a recent interview, and, and well, there's no qu- question. She was open and honest about it, that she suffers with mental illness. She's actually There's a period of time she said that she was in a, a state hospital for like nine months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she lived in Utah, right? She was 15. Yeah, so she's got some issues. Uh, and the question is, well, if you do have mental issues or, or mental disabilities, does that still mean you could say things that are offensive to people? I don't. Right? I don't think it's an excuse, even though she was claiming that and taking Ambien when she made the tweet. Oh yeah, she said she. Well, she yeah. Well, if you know anything about Ambien, I mean, that's. I mean, there are people that have done some horrendous things. Yeah, I understand that, but if you're on Ambien, maybe make your phone not <laughs> tweetable. <laughs> Like lock it, or somebody needs well, to be know, watching you, not letting you do that. I guess yeah. this is the biggest thing for me. That okay, like if someone had a broken leg and couldn't do something, then we would understand, right? Well, she has something broken in her head. Just because we can't That's see true. it That's doesn't true. mean that it's not there. So what I'm saying is, is that this is what I think about mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. We have to start thinking of it as. Just because they have something wrong inside, you know, their brain does not mean that it's just, well, sorry, you should have done better than that. Yeah, but they also, but but you also have to get help. You know what I mean? You also have to get help. Absolutely. But don't you think that she's gotten it a lot? Uh, I I mean, I don't know. There's no way for me to know. But I want to play a clip. This is from the Connors as they killed off Roseanne. I just got a call from a friend in the coroner's office. The autopsy found that it wasn't a heart attack. Roseanne OD'd on opioids. Not possible. We knew she had a problem. She was only on pain pills for two days after surgery. Then it was just ibuprofen. It's got to be wrong. Well, I wish it was, but they think that she must have taken the pills right before bed. And with her health issues, it was enough to stop her breathing. Wait, what? Mom overdose? It doesn't make any sense. I got her knees fixed. I flushed all her pills. Oh my God. I found these pills in mom's closet. These aren't even prescribed to her. Interesting. So that's how they took her out. I'll have to watch it because just hearing it, it sounds very off. All right. I'd love to get your thoughts and opinions. Do you like the new Connors or, or is it not the same without Roseanne? Welcome to the show. She's hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files because the good, the bad, and the gossip is on the way from Bethany the Mouth from the South. So how is Roseanne moving on after the Connors? Uh-oh. I've got exclusive audio. Stay close. Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. From the president, a triumphant tweet with a gratuitous insult after learning a defamation lawsuit filed against him by Stormy Daniels has been dismissed. Calling her, and I'm quoting the president now, horse face. She responded, game on, tiny. Wow. Yeah. No, wait, Drew, can I ask you a question? Sure. Is, is this... We're not talking about UFC or the WWE here. No, this is is actually the President of the United States and an adult actress going at it publicly on Twitter. A lot of people never thought they would see this kind of interaction from a sitting U.S. president. Um, 
you know, really presidents aren't known to to interact with any citizen, let alone get into sort of mud flinging and and trash talking and calling names, calling names, plus the level of involvement alleged. It's just something that has thrown all of us into a tailspin. Like, what is going on? Crazy how is escalated. Yeah. If any of us said that on Twitter, we would be fired. Right. I mean, that is, you know what? You're right. Like, if I if I went on and whether I said something about another radio personality or a TV personality or something like that, you're an absolute hideous horse face. You're right. They would, yeah. And that's one of the they, big they issues They would probably here come up and try, yeah. Is that bullying aspect is like, well, are we calling out names? Are we calling out people's features and, and taunting them and harassing them for their features? And a lot of people have a huge issue with that little aspect of but it. But you also have to understand there's a lot of people, uh, uh, half of people who, who don't have a problem problem with it. Of course. I, I get yeah. that. But at yeah. the same point, I think that's why we see escal- escalation in the behavior of society, especially in the U.S. right now, because the president is supposed to be an example. And it's like, well, if he does it, well, why can't anyone else, you know, right. act like... Well, can I play the other know? side? What if some say, well, it, it's because of that, uh, it, it, kind of the way the president is, some might say that got him elected in the first place, Right. So again, what we're well, having right now, I mean, yeah. it's like a no-win argument. It's definitely no-win for us. Some here. people are probably happy that he called her a horse face, and some people are really, really upset that he called her a horse face. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is America in 2018, and it's scary. You know, I have daughters, and 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 I would not, you know, I I, I yeah. I imagine if some it. dude called your daughter a horse face. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I wouldn't like it at all. In front of the world, right? Yeah. I mean, I know what I would do, you know, but you know, it it just. It's the weirdest time ever in our nation's history regarding the divisiveness that we see every day. Mm-hmm. All right, Drew, what else is happening? Well, the first lady. Horse face! <laughs> <laughs> the first lady had a scary day yesterday when a, f- a plane she was on, on a short trip to Philadelphia, had to turn around and land back at, I think it was Andrews Air Force Base, after uh, smoke started filling the cabin. It had a mechanical failure. There may have been a little fire on board. Uh, she did get landed safely. They transferred her to another plane and moved on. The president tweeted about that. Well, I sure hope this one's better than the last one. So, you know, back on to... The- you know, it's crazy. When I, um, looking into that story, I thought it was interesting when, when the smoke was coming out of the cockpit and stuff that instantly the Secret Service on the plane yeah. ran toward the cockpit is mm-hmm. what the reporters were saying. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like almost, oh, is there a situation? Making are, sure there, are they the going to have to take, you know, control the plane, take down that plane? Secret Service are awesome. I wonder if they have like jumpsuits on them. Oh like yeah, to, parachutes. Yeah, and they got rocket launchers and everything. Yeah, <laughs> and then lasers. they they strap Melania to them, tandem yeah, style, yeah. jump out Put her the in plane. The strap the first lady on my back. I'm jumping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Drew. There you go. You got the Thursday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. Uh, let's see what's trending. Uh, Bethy, I know you're going to get to it in just a second, um, but people are still talking about the Connors. Hashtag the Connors. Trending right now, you know, ever since Roseanne was was killed off. Uh, premiered just a few nights ago. And uh, Roseanne said, yeah, it was a good night to read a book. <laughs> they did say that the, the ratings ha- are down. So, you know, the first ratings. Were, were, yeah. were they down? Mm-hmm. You know one reason they might be down? The reason I didn't see it? My machine was set to record Roseanne. And I sat down to watch it. It wasn't there because they changed the name to the Connors. And my machine didn't record it. My DVR. Wow. 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 I got to reset it. They should have just called it Roseanne's Dead. 
<laughs> this is the name of the show. Why not? I don't know. Think out of the box, yeah, you know? How about that? The Connors is just a little more safe. All right. Hey, so uh, <laughs> um, speaking of safety... Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the south with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Yes, I've got my orange vest on, and I'm ready to go. Hazmat suit. Okay, so he's not ashamed to show off his body, and I know you guys might not think this is very important for the good, but for the ladies out there, Charlie Hunnam, he's showing off his ripped physique as he enjoys a beach getaway with his girlfriend, Morgana McNillis. Ooh. And... Um, yeah. You know, it's not that I just love Charlie Hunnam, but I, I definitely love Jax Teller, which, of course, yeah. his best, uh, he's best Sons known for playing. Yeah, in Sons of Anarchy. He's taken a well-deserved break from filming some intense fighting scenes for his upcoming film, Jungle Land. So, oh, you hear that? That the, sounds good. The actor's taken a much-needed break. From playing from, make-believe. From playing make-believe in those make-believe fighting scenes. <laughs> well, I but, but listen, going back going back to Jax, though, he did inspire me to, to get in, in, in motorcycles and motorcycle gangs, so... Which I'm still very, very excited about yeah, when you that got happened. A, you got a chopper in the garage yet? No, but I saw a place you could rent one for like a day, day and a half. <laughs> kind I of think an you important need a license for that. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Bethany, interrupt you, but uh, all right. It's all right. It's all right. Move it on to the bad. So uh, Ariana Grande made her first public appearance since splitting with Pete Davidson. In case you missed it. Her three-carat, $93,000 engagement ring was, of course, absent from her finger. That was an expensive ring. Yes, I'm really worried about this Pete Davidson guy from SNL. He, he's disappeared. Uh, like, you know, I, I'm not saying he's disappeared, but he's, he's just out of the public eye. Like, I bet so a lot of people watch the show this week to see if yeah. he's on it, how he's doing. Does yeah. he look okay? Do they joke I about know, it? My eyes are going to be glued to he, the TV he, on Saturday He took night. a leave. He took a leave from SNL. Oh, he did? Yeah. He did? He did. Well, to continue on, fans noticed something else in its place. So the ring was gone, but Grande put a small Band-Aid on top of her left ring finger because that's also where the name Pete is tattooed. This is why you don't get tattoos of your spouse's name. Is it really the tattoo curse? Is there anybody listening listening at home at work or in the car who has like a tattoo of uh, the name of your significant other and it's working out? My dad got that same tattoo. Not Pete, but he got Patty, my mom's (laughs) name. And when they got... When they got divorced, you got a cover-up tattoo, and it looks awful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the gossip. In a new interview, Roseanne talks about life after the show. I don't keep in touch with anyone on the show. I've been removed from the process of my wife's work. It's like the worst thing they could have possibly done to me was to fire me from my own show and let other people write my life story. I'm not going to watch it, and I'm not going to condemn it or say anything bad about it either. I'm just moving on from it because I've always been a go-getter. So I'm back to what I always did. I still love her. I know. I wonder if she's going to get a show on, like, Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Something's Prime. Happen. Something will happen. Yeah, the, yep. uh, the return of Roseanne, but how can you do it without the rest of the cast? It'll All be right. something. Roseanne takes on Miami. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is Why Today Doesn't Suck. (laughs) 
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Friday Eve is here for Thursday, October 18th, 2018. And basically, I like to like to do this because I tell you uh, why this why this day is so important. First of all, if you're having a birthday today, you share it with the wonderful Bristol Palin. Is 28 years old today. Yeah. Hi, Bristol. Hello. Claudia Schiffer. Okay, no. Actually, Bristol Palin. Why, you guys don't think Bristol Palin is a babe? I do. I don't even know who that is. It's Sarah Palin's daughter. I don't think she's one all right. One of them. She's all right. Well, I think she's I don't know a if she's worth a Dreamweaver sequence, but she's all right. Well, I think she's a little cutie patootie myself. <laughs> Obviously. How do you feel about that, Bethany? <laughs> hey, Bethany earlier was saying that the dude from Sons of Anarchy was hot. Actually, I, I didn't say he was hot. I actually said I, I like his character, Jax Teller. Oh. I never said Technicality. Her, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Zach Efron and his six-pack is 31 years old today. And uh, he was in the movie The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. This is actually Zach Efron singing right now. Friend, you want to cut me in. Well, I hate to tell you, but it just won't happen. So thanks, but no. I think I'm good to go. Cause I quite enjoy the life you say I'm trapped in. Now I admire you. By the way, guys and ladies, you gotta watch The Greatest Showman. It is so good. I don't even care if you don't if you like musicals, you're gonna like this one. That wasn't even one of the best parts either. Yeah. The one I think one of the best ones is the one that he does with Zendaya. Yes. You know? Oh, where they're swinging uh, on the trapeze thing? Yes, it's such a good, yeah. great, Presh. great movie. Fresh. Yeah, whenever I ask my girlfriend if I'm looking good, she's like, yeah, you're looking good, but you're not like Zac Efron. Like Zac Efron. <laughs> Baywatch. Yeah. Long way off. <laughs> Mike Ditka. Hey, the bears, the bears. He's se- he is 79 years old today. Still yeah. kicking. He is. He'll probably live to 179 because he's Mike Ditka. Yeah, and he likes the bears. Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme is 58 years old today. The muscles from Brussels. And, uh, yeah, I love Jean-Claude. And 30 years ago, how strange is this? 30 years ago, this day in 1988, Roseanne debuted on ABC. 30 years ago, and now all of a sudden, 30 years later, Roseanne's gone, and it's the Connors. Wow, almost for the day. Yeah, and they killed, her, they killed her off with an uh, opioid overdose, mm-hmm. in case you missed it. And she said on Twitter, she's like, that's all right. I ain't dead, you bees. That's what she said. So she's not taking it well. Yeah. Understandable. My mm-hmm. gosh, you make a show about your life. you. You build just it. Your stories from your family. Trying to send her some good vibes and just, I feel bad for her. Well, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I mean, not saying that what she did wasn't wasn't hurtful yeah. or whatever. I'm just saying that people make mistakes. At the mm-hmm. same time, you, if you... You gotta think it before you tweet. Yep. No, no, well, that, uh, the uh, president doesn't have to. Hmm. Yeah. Well, doesn't excuse what Roseanne tweeted, though. There's there's freedom of expression, but there's also, uh, uh, you know, you don't necessarily have the freedom of consequence, right? Just because you can mm-hmm. say something doesn't That's mean right. you should. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with this one, you guys. On this day in 1988, my buddy Randy Travis was number one. On the country charts with this little ditty right here. You might remember it. Go ahead. Oh, baby, I'm gonna love you forever. Forever and ever. Amen. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather. As long as old women 
Friends live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Always stand by at followfits.com where you can send me your What Are You Kidding Me? stories. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, as I am here with the news that did not make the news. Is it me or have we had this crazy What Are You Kidding Me? stories consisting of the subjects of squirrels lately? Squirrels are everywhere. Squirrels are everywhere. Well, there, was a, there was the therapy squirrel. There was another squirrel. There was the, the squirrel with boobs in, in Tokyo. <laughs> yes, the squirrel with the boobs. Now, I take you out of New York. A very, very stupid and squirrely situation. A medical report just came out about a 61-year-old man in Rochester, New York, who went to the hospital after he'd noticed a serious drop in his ability to think and like keep track of what was and wasn't reality. The doctors diagnosed him with variant Kluchuk-Jacob disease, or VCJD, which is a fatal brain condition that's extremely rare. Only a couple hundred cases have ever been reported. How did he develop this? The doctors say it's because he ate squirrel brains. Ew. <laughs> Squirrel brains. Happens. <laughs> Sounds like a Halloween story. Why would you want to eat a squirrel? My best friend's brain. fiance, um, whenever we went uh, down to his mother's house in Gonzales, Louisiana, yeah. she was cooking gumbo and she had squirrel heads that are just bubbling oh. up. Oh. In the gumbo? In the gumbo. Oh. That is disgusting. Oh, wow. What's it taste like? Did I didn't some? eat it. No. Well, good thing you'd get JVCD disease. Yes. Yeah, something. But well, he he uh, he ate it during a hunting excursion, so he, he got a squirrel. Oh, he probably um, did one of those things when he kills it. You like eat it raw. I guess that's a thing. Probably in not. He probably just ate probably it. just killed it and ate he it. Killed well, it and ate it. If you if you do if you do want to avoid getting this horrible disease, just don't eat the. Squirrel yeah. brains, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe maybe hold off on the whole squirrel. Maybe yeah. just maybe give them hold a- off on the old brains. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. Why are you kidding me? Oh wait, I only did one story, didn't yep. I? Well, man, why the rush? I, I have to move on to my next story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Out of the social media community, I think I see some boobies. Uh oh. <laughs> a woman. I'm just gonna. Her name is Julie. She uh, she was recently trying to sell some furniture online, you know, the the new Facebook marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she didn't realize the picture she posted had a small mirror in it. Mm-hmm. And that mirror showed a very clear reflection of, you know. The person taking the photo. Yep. Yep. She's taking selfies in the nude? Well, she wasn't taking she a wasn't selfie. Take- she was taking a picture of furniture, yes. and there was a mirror in the room uh, yes. that caught her reflection, yes. and she just happened to be uh, yeah. sold. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight, ladies and gentlemen. And, and anyway, it's going viral now, and, and uh, no word on whether it helped her sell the furniture or not. Oh, well, you I'm know pretty it sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day, breaking every single hour. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I'm amazed at the amount of young kids, especially on social media and stuff. Uh, it, it seems like are young kids having to grow up a lot quicker now than they're supposed to, maybe. Absolutely. 
Yeah. They're dealing with things now that kids never had to deal with right. before media, social yeah. media. They're yeah. learning how to have a public persona. Right. Oh, wow. You're That's so right. Or a How so- to manage that. A social persona. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. A social media persona. Um, I want to tell you about a little 10-year-old kid in San Francisco named Neil McDermott. He just finished a really, really impressive feat this past Sunday. His grandfather has been battling lung cancer, and he wanted to do something to support him. So he challenged himself to run 55K races in 50 days. Whoa. Whoa. It's a 10-year-old kid. 55K races in 50 days. And uh, uh, basically that's like five kilometers is just over like three miles, Mm -hmm. basically. Uh, His parents talked to his doctor about it first, and they told uh, the little dude that he could stop whenever he wanted to. When he got tired, always stop. And they figured that he would quit at some point and didn't think that he'd actually do all 50 races. Are you kidding me? 50 races. He did it. He ran his first 5K at the end of August, ran his 50th in San Francisco last Sunday, and he raised about $4,000 for cancer research in the process. And, uh, you know, little 10-year-old kids like this just really make me feel like a really crappy contributor to society. Yeah. yeah sure. Like, I don't even yeah. have that much dedication. Wow. I can't even run a .5K. <laughs> I mean, this kid's giving everybody a bad name. <laughs> well, and he's also being a someone we can look up to and aspire to. You're right. He says he got the idea after he saw this documentary called Iron Cowboy. And it's about some guy who did 50 Ironman races in 50 days. I want to do 55Ks in 50 days. Is that kind of a strange thing for a 10-year-old kid to want to do? Um, well, not for me, but for most kids, I think so. <laughs> he never complained a single day, said he didn't want to do it or he was too tired or something hurt. He was just ready to go every day, and I, I'm amazed. I mean, I, I've, I've never really known a kid to do something like this personally, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm proud to be his mom. So you know what? All the kids that are listening right now, you're never too young to, to, to start something and find a passion mm-hmm. and, and, and go for it, or man. Or make a difference. Or make a difference. This little dude's 10 years old, kids. 10 years old. Look what he's doing. You can do the same thing. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Everybody, uh, what is up? Welcome back to the show. And if you have a moment, go to Instagram. Pull up your Instagram app. Go to the search bar. Just search two words so we can be friends, please, and say what's up to each other and stuff. Two words. Follow Fitz. Go, uh, again, go to Instagram, search follow fits, and we have, we're have we having a lot of fun on the Instagram stories feature. Yeah, it's a little 15 second chunks of this show right on Instagram Nothing stories. Nothing but chunks! <laughs> again, that's at follow fits on Instagram. You know, I was really concerned, you guys, when uh, uh, y'all told me that y'all were going to move in together. I'm talking about Drew and Tanner the Millennial. You know, saving money and stuff as, as, you know, as we're building our... our uh, Empire, our media empire, <laughs> and and so uh, and so uh, with that weird stuff's going on, you know, normal roommate stuff. But all of a sudden, I found out that Drew, who's also like our movie guy on the show, Drew took Tanner's girlfriend to a private movie screening to watch a scary movie just last night, and not two nights ago. 
Well, whatever. I mean, do, do the yeah. details matter, Drew? What concerned me was I found out after the fact. And, oh, I, and well. I looked on Drew's Instagram, and what did your caption say, Drew? Uh, somebody hold my hand. This is going to be scary. And who was with you, Drew? Your girlfriend. You are Dude. so dead. <laughs> it's kind of weird. So you're taking his woman to the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's already As weird. I, to- I told you in the beginning I thought it was really <laughs> jacked up and quite... Immature that someone of your age, Drew, would even make that decision to decide to live with someone they work with. That's mistake number one. Yeah. Mistake number two is taking your roommate's woman to the movies. And everyone was probably looking at you like, dirty old man. They probably thought she was my daughter, honestly. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah, she looks like she could be my Until daughter, Until you I held guess. her hand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I, there was no hand-holding. Uh, Tanner's worried mm, about nothing. So you say. So mm. what's, what's the meaning behind this? And also, hey, how was the movie? <laughs> well... I'll get to the movie tomorrow. Oh, for take it or skip it. Yeah, okay, cool. We went and saw Halloween. Now, here's the backstory. The reason I took her. I take friends. I've taken Tanner to screenings before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take Fitz, but he can never go. What about Jill? Jill has gone. My girlfriend Jill has gone to she just a couple. Movies. She hates movies. She can't sit still <laughs> that long. That's what I was long. about to say. I think she's gone to maybe one. I've taken her friends to movies before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really sucks. Usually the reason he gets to do along. this crap is because of you know the power of the show. I think Drew's invited me once. Yeah, but you never yeah, go. You have, a, you have a standing I, no. I still want to be invited. Yeah, well, why waste the time to invite you if you're obviously going to say no? Not the point. Drew takes me to the best movies, by the way. You jealous? And you know yeah. what? I took Tanner to Star Wars. No, I just no, want to w- be invited. He wouldn't want to go to Star Wars. He would want to. He would have wanted to go to the Ryan Gosling one with you. Oh, That's oh, something man. that. Yeah, and right. I'm telling you, if you would have asked for, the, oh, he would have been all in. You, yeah, that's anyway. the key. See, you have to get one of those movies that you know he's going to be into. Right. But let's get back to why he's taking other people's ladies to the movies. Okay, so uh, it turns out I found out just about a week prior to this that uh, Tanner's girlfriend, the Lynns, is a huge horror movie fan. And she asked me if I was going to have a a pre-screening of Halloween. I said, yeah. And she asked if she could come along. And I said, of Mm. course you can. That's Mm. what friends do. I'm going to... Nobody else wants to go. Tanner didn't want to go. He's afraid of scary movies. All right, here's what it comes down to. Did you buy her a Slurpee? I did not, oh, uh, but I did okay. buy her French fries before the movie. And I would like to also say you that you bought her French fries. How Hold long? Up. How long is that movie? Uh, it's, I think it's two hours. Okay, so Drew was in a dark room with your girlfriend for two, two hours. hours. Weird <gasps> roommate. You are so dead. <laughs> what should I do? Should I be offended? <laughs> no, nah, nothing you can do. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to the show, you guys. And Fitz happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Now this is a story all about how this world is turning upside down. So I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. It's Throwback Thursday and it's on the air. <laughs> yeah, it is. Welcome to the show. Uh... You know, every every Thursday, social media blows up with uh, Throwback Thursday, and uh, we just thought it'd be cool to pick some throwback songs that kind of reflect our personality. By the way, if you have a good Throwback Thursday, something you want to suggest right now, wherever you are, uh, that'd be cool. Let us know about it. At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And Bethany, the mouth from the South Camp, with a good idea. Let's have a theme attached to it for, for today's Throwback Thursday. So we came up with... 
Throwback Thursday songs that remind you of the fall. And that does make it easier because you, you think it does. Yeah. I clicked right in yeah. right away with instantly. My, you, mm-hmm. Instantly, you kind of heard it, right? Yep, uh, right away. All right. Songs that remind you of fall. Let us know yours. Again, it's Throwback Thursday. I had a lot of fun with this last week. Who wants to go uh, first? I'll go. All right, Drew, what about you? So right when you said the theme is Songs of Fall, the first thing I thought of was those changing leaves, and it went right to the Mamas and the Papas California Dreaming. Mm. All the leaves are brown. I got, I got the tingles on that one. Thank you for that. Man. All right. If you don't mind, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm going to go real quick. Um, a song that reminds me of fall. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I used to watch the show when I was in high school. But um, the theme song from Dawson's Creek, <laughs> it's from a woman named Paula Cole. Good morning, light. Say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive. Remember that? See the peace in Dawson and Pacey. Such a wonderful. So can't you just see the Dawson running over to Pacey? I never watched. Really? You never one watched episode. Dawson's Creek? Me neither. All TV themes should be eligible because the new fall season always starts in fall. Oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. Would have been nice to get to the chorus, but that's okay. Can you can you zoom to the chorus? But her son Bethany the Mouth from the South. It's Throwback Thursday. Well, this song for me, I think it's perfect. It's got football. It's got, you know, autumn. Uh, it's got a little love story Country. in it. I'm talking about Kenny Chesney, The Boys oh, of Fall. Oh, yeah. Good one. Turning face to stars and stripes. It's batting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air already. Yes, sir, we want the ball. Love you, Kenny Chesney. It's knocking heads and Songs that remind you of the fall for Throwback Thursday. And we go over to Tanner the Millennial. What's up? Well, mine is kind of along the same lines as Bethany. I feel like October is the best month for sports. Football's in full swing. There you go. Baseball's coming to a close. And basketball's here now. That's right. So I got It's all kind of happening. I got to play a song to like pump everybody up. Oh. The White Stripe Seven Nation Army, baby. <laughs> this reminds you of the fall. Oh, yeah. Well, because he's sports, I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Pull out, pull out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. I know I'm on. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. We're on. Tip-a-tap-tap, tap-tap-tap-tap. We are on the air. Yeah. I got my headphones on. The mic is on. Ready to do the show. Yeah. My name is Fitz. F-I-T with a Z. Follow me while I do this flow. Drew. Go, go. Doing the flow. Gonna play here on the show. Okay. Tanner. <laughs> Tanner the Millennial. Got my teeth in. How about you lesson in? Sink in. 
You got your teeth in. I didn't know they came out. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know they and, stuck them in here. Well, I've always known a couple came out from Tanner. But, and Bethany, the mouth from the south. Come on. No. Okay. So anyway, welcome. I'm not a freestyle rapper. It's just not None of thing. us are. Well, None of us are. Three of us aren't. Welcome to the show. My name's Fitz. Oh my gosh. Hey, real quick. Speaking of freestyle rapping, did you guys see the Eminem uh, brand new video? <gasps> I love it. Where well, they, not the video. I don't know the video. They basically took over the Empire State Building, had all these flashlights, everything on it, helicopters flying around it. I remember a couple of weeks ago, everybody on social media was like, okay, why does the Empire State Building look like it's a club or a rave? It's because Eminem was shooting his brand new video called uh, uh, Venom. And you got to check it out. He's on top of the Empire State Building. He's flowing. I think it's Kind of really like I just good. did. Yeah. yeah really like good. That. I was really surprised. Right, and that, you know what? <clears throat> and that begs the question, you know, the, uh, remember we do that that bit occasionally on this show, can they do it at 60? Yes. Like, you know, like for example, Sam Hunt. Can Sam Hunt at 60 yes, years old, can. can he get up on the stage when he's 60 and do Body Like a Back Road and Downtown's Dead I'll and everything like that? I feel very uncomfortable him shaking his hips if he's, and skinny jeans when I, he's 60. That's Luke Bryan. That's Luke Bryan. So Luke Bryan can't do shaking. it. At, so Luke no, Bryan can't do it. I don't that know about 60. that. I'm just saying, you know, I, I usually um, yeah. associate the shimmy, the shimmy thing yeah. with with Luke. But, right. Torture girl. Um, <laughs> but Sam, um, I think he could still do it as long okay. as, you know, he's not some, you, you know. You don't think, think the content will seem weird for a 60-year-old? Uh, not necessarily his songs, but I Drew, do think content, for some people, yes. Is the yes. content going to be weird, Drew? The like, content. for instance, I do think Luke Bryan's song where he's talking well, about texting the whole time. I well, think that's kind of. Let me get yeah. back to the Eminem thing. Can Eminem get away with it? Because for some reason, man, I think that Eminem can flow. I don't care if he's, you know, he's forty six now. That's what I was about to say. He, he could flow. It's like nobody's going to come and try to mess with Eminem. I think that he will throw out some verbal judo on your face and, and destroy he, you. Tanner looks older than Eminem. That's true. Tanner yeah. looks older <laughs> than know? Eminem. The thing is, is that like <laughs> Eminem isn't really reinventing himself. He's just doing what oh, he's comple- done in the past over and over I again. I completely disagree. I like I was watching this video. He's a helicopter flying around the Empire State Building. I'm like, man, there's no one who sounds more relevant than Eminem. Nah, who really? else can keep up with Eminem? Yes. I don't know. I'm so out of this conversation. I, I've not oh, seen this or here, heard it. Here's really another sad, example. Drew. Lil Wayne just released a new album recently. I don't want And talk. I think it's yeah. fire. Okay. Lil Wayne 5 is way better than Eminem and MTV. You think you it's haven't fire? even heard it? Lil Wayne's new album? No, Eminem's. Oh, I'm just talking about I talking see, about the diss rap. Judging see, before you, you ever knew. Yeah, you, you have no idea what the new Like, I haven't heard Lil like. Wayne's album. I'm yeah. not going to say it's it's not fire. Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's not lit, fam. Got to give everybody Isn't a chance. Your, your thing. Yep. Come back after the like songs that. for more rap talk. Drew, just because you're 87 oh, and you can't even listen to some Eminem. I mean, come on. I had that Slim Shady album back in the day. You know, yeah. I'm hip. I'm you don't, cool. I'm I'm hip. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, but what about the content, Fitz? <laughs> We're gonna take a break. I'm gonna play Drew some Eminem, and we'll be right back. Real, funny, the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. Flooding continuing through Texas. You can see the entire center of that bridge completely wiped out. 
guys. Yeah, I mean, this is without a major hurricane to start it. We see that at nature's wrath, just it, it, constant pounding everywhere. Heavy rains have caused massive flooding. Uh, and of course, another kind of state of emergency yeah. in in parts of Central Texas, and that's and that's just the frequency we're, we're we're seeing right now. You know, we just we just had you know the hurricane, and there's a hurricane before that. Now the the flooding continues, and not too long ago, remember the the amount of fires, wildfires. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about the, a lot of this is that the the rain is not supposed to stop for days. Mm-hmm. I mean, for days to come, and it's already in like a state of emergency. I still feel like the nation is focused on Hurricane Michael. Like it just seems like they these are. storms keep overlapping and overlapping and overlapping each other. It's there's never isn't a fire or a storm or some type of catastrophe. I remember with the hurricane, there were over a million people without electricity. And you really have to wonder about resources. How thin can they be stretched wow. to bail out these situations? Uh, I know that nationally, insurance companies are struggling and they're raising everyone's rates across the nation to try and cover all these natural disasters going on from California fires wow. to floods in the south to hurricanes to damage oh. from wind. And, and we're about to get into the winter season. We're going to have snow and blizzards and things. I mean, it's just like never ends. I know, man. Mm. I know. It's, it, you know what? Uh, all we could do is like be prepared, right? And, but even if we're prepared, are we really prepared? There's only so much preparation you can do if something's going to blow your house down. Yeah, that's right? true. What else is happening? Well, some good news. Uh, a Marine Corps veteran named John Canley, 80 years old, a retired sergeant major, just received the Congressional Medal of Honor yesterday afternoon in a White House ceremony. Uh, He is actually the 300th Marine to receive the Congressional Medal of Honor, the nation's highest honor. And this is really the uh, second in, I believe, two weeks now. Um, You know, it's great to see that we're going out and recognizing these unbelievable, you know, men and women out there. Now, he got his for... uh, his efforts in Vietnam. He was in a massive battle in Vietnam and his commanding officer was killed. He took over as an enlisted man. Um, He fought for days. He scaled a hospital wall in enemy fire to take out injured uh, troops. I mean, just an incredible, Thank God for people like, you know, like him, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing. After my wife's grandfather passed away, he was awarded several of his medals from the military that, you know, he couldn't talk about it because of you know certain exercises that he was on in the Vietnam War and the Korean War. I mean, recon. He would actually go into Vietnam and get the downed American planes, and they would take them back across the, because they didn't want the enemy to learn about our technology, mm-hmm. learn about our planes, and he was exposed to Agent Orange. I think it's safe to that say time. that unless you've ever, unless you've been in that situation, you have no idea. That's right. What those um, men, men and women, women go, go through. through. Yeah. Straight up right. Way to go. What else is happening, Drew? Well, one more bit of good news. There was no winner in the Mega Million drawing on Tuesday, which means Friday's drawing will be over $900 million on the table to win. Somebody could almost be a billionaire. Oh, my God. Uh, Of course, if you took the half-out payment, it'd be less than that. But but who cares? Who's counting? It's $900 million. I remember not too long ago, somebody won like $700 million. I'm like, oh, this is going to be the biggest story of our time. Somebody almost becoming a billionaire overnight. And here we are. It's going to happen again. Okay, so think about this, though. If you did the... Normally, people choose the chunk, you know, the the big lump sum. Half of it up front. But if you had... Let's just say you won $900 million. That'd be a lot of money if you just took the annuity. I mean, just once a year. The 25-year payout? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think about millions and millions money. of dollars. Exactly a year. A year. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there you go. The Thursday reality check.
Now, it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, uh, here's how I want to begin today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to talk about Reba. There's something going on with Reba McIntyre. Reba. Reba and her brand new man, Skeeter. Are you kidding me? Are traveling the world together. No, Reba and Skeeter. Reba, okay. Reba and Skeeter. What was the last guy she was married to? What was his name? Got me. No, it was uh, Mutt. No, and it had Cooter. a weird, weird last name. <laughs> it had an odd last name, and now this guy's name is Skeeter. Goober. This is just weird. His right? name, no, the boyfriend, his name is Skeeter Lacezzo. Yeah, but I'm... T- yeah. Mm. So anyway, Reba and Skeeter are traveling the world. Uh, they, they were in the mountains of Wyoming, and they flew to Italy, and they were riding the train across yeah. Europe, and... Uh, uh, good you know. for uh, Reba and Skeeter. Oh, good for Skeeter. Got him a woman that can drive him around the world and afford to fly in first class. See, her ex-husband's name is Narvel. <laughs> Narvel. What is Narvel? Narvel. And then there's Skeeter. Yeah. I mean, does she just look for people with odd names? Look at those southern name. Come on. Skeeter. Scotty. Narvel. Narvel. Orville. Orville. I want to be someone Skeeter. Curtis. Yeah. Is she taking applications for the next Skeeter? <laughs> All right. Where does Drew fit in those guidelines? <laughs> hey, uh, let's let's move to my buddy Walker Hayes, guys. He and his wife, Drew, I'm very excited to tell you this. Oh, boy. Walker Hayes and his wife wear the same Halloween costume every single year, and we are just finding out about that. Stop the presses. This is incredible. Like they, uh, Like what? They're adults, first off, and they, they they want us to hear about their Halloween. Is it like a pair costume, like Bonnie and Clyde or something? What's your deal, Drew? With Drew, adults? this is this is a this is a segment of straight out of country. And Walker Hayes is a is a country artist, and he's talking about their Halloween costume. And how does that improve his country credentials? Well, tell me about this. his costume. I'll, I'll tell you how it does. Every year for Halloween, my wife and I we are pumpkins. The first year we moved to Nashville. Uh, we had to go to a Halloween party, and we didn't have any costumes, and we bought two orange sweatshirts at Walgreens and a Sharpie, and we just drew jack-o'-lanterns on them, and so every year is pretty easy. Happy Halloween, everybody. See that, Drew? See that? That's, does that, all right, does that know, explain it? Honestly, I'm going to give him a pass because he gave like a craft tip, like a last-minute yeah, costume that's, tip. Yeah, that's, that's true. So there's yeah. some merit here. Okay, that's cool. Pass. What about this? Um, <laughs> is everybody ready? For some Hank Williams Jr. Uh, singing about the Take a Knee controversy. There's a song about it. Uh, Hank Williams no, Jr. No, can we just stop? Dangerous waters there. <laughs> uh, Hank Williams Jr. wrote a song called Take a Knee, Take a Hike. And uh, I actually do have a clip of it. Hang on, let me see. So get behind the starving stripes. There you go. I'd love to get your opinion on that. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And uh, we'll be right back, everybody. We just took you straight out of country. This is The Fit Show. Everybody turn it up. Fitch happens live. Now. Now back to The Fit Show. Fitch happens. Live. Hey, special shout out to, um, I mean... 
the crazy large amount of people that share our podcast and tell people about our show and stuff. Really, we appreciate it. We're not like some of them big shows who have all the toys and stuff or whatever. You know, we got every day. We, we I mean, we got us, and we try to we we give you exactly what we got. And uh, we aren't even in the Valpac mailers. What? What is that? You know the coupon. The coupons oh, the, they mail everyone's door. Everyone throws yeah. right in the trash. No, my yeah, husband man. has no idea. He never gets the mail. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah, like I say, I'm you know I'm a CMA award loser since 2006. <laughs> so I feel like you know the industry already treats us like an out of date coupon. <laughs> so I'm just saying. What they don't know is the power of you and uh, the power of our P1s, who actually set our show as the number one button on the preset. So I think that's really, really cool. It's powerful. Um, really? It is powerful. Yeah, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, our listeners. Do you guys remember that show, um, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Oh, yeah. I love remember it. that? Robin Leach and Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It was always so cool. It was this guy going around the world, and he was hanging out with celebrities. And, you know, the celebrities would tell him, you know, uh, kind of their secrets to success and about the steps that they took in their lives to achieve success and achieve wealth. While showing off their yachts and their fantastic yes, mansions on a yacht. and sports cars and trips to the fabulous Riviera, the French Riviera. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really, really a good, good. Robin Leach. Oh, I used He's to love really watching good. it. That is really a good Robin Leach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so what, what else was it about Robin Leach, even though you're, you you passed on? We show you the stars and where they live and where they play. <laughs> <laughs> From Beverly Hills to the French Riviera. You know what it was? It was kind of like the beginning of, uh, it was like the first MTV Crips. really was. It yeah. was the, definitely the model for it. But I wanted to ask you guys, like, if you had just one piece or nugget of advice to how you have achieved success or how you plan to achieve success. I mean, what is that what is that little nugget? If you were to tell people how to be successful, what would you say? I would say uh be serious about move it. into your huh? friend's basement so you save money <laughs> <Yeah>. on rent. Best piece of advice is don't do anything. Wait, 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 wait. Tanner, I think that's really good advice. Seriously. Thank you for taking it seriously. Go ahead. Yeah. I live in Drew's basement. And, and, you, and you're doing it why? Because I'm poor and it's saving me a lot of money. Saving a lot of money. <laughs> Right. Okay, Drew, what about you? In all honesty, I would say the number one thing, and I think this is missing, is just accountability. Like when something good happens, take credit for it. And when something bad happens, take credit for that too. It's your fault. No matter what, you made the decisions that got you where you are. So make better decisions. Fix what you did wrong. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. And I would say, uh, uh, if you want to try to be successful, um, I live by this quote. I mean, I honestly wake up and say it to myself, and I hope it doesn't sound crazy or you know cocky or whatever but i say to myself if it is to be it's up to me if it is to be it's up to me because nobody's gonna do it for me yeah nobody's gonna do anything i, I think for there's me. a you gotta make I, that happen i think that message needs to resonate better with people these days right that you have to make stuff happen nothing's gonna you be gotta make to it happen nobody will do it for you and also yep. you gotta work it there's no easy way you're, to do anything you're telling me someone's not just gonna bring me a brand new car and put That's it in my right. driveway it ain't gonna happen well, except for that mega millions if it is to be, it's up to me. Bethany, what about you? You got one? Just element of... It's, uh. um, my one, I think, would be even if you think... If, if you have a dream, even if you wonder whether or not you're going to be successful, take the leap. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because whenever I was in a very small radio market, um, someone told me to send my air check, which was just basically... Your you know, demo. My demo, yeah, to a huge market. And I blew it. I was like, there's no way... And I did, 
and I got the job. There you go. So, I mean, I just take the say, shot. yeah, take Do it. the shot. Do it. Where's my music? Yeah. <laughs> and Robin Leach, take us out. That's it for this last edition of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. What? Turn to Kermit? <laughs> the one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now, here's and now, my now. daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here. I am, of course, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchor Man. Thank you so much for sending me What Are You Kidding Me? stories, uh, especially on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow fits. You're really not going to believe this, but this next What Are You Kidding Me? story as well. Involves a squirrel. What no, is the on. deal? Come on. I'm not even kidding. And Drew, uh, uh, how many stories, what are you kidding me, stories past several days have I told involving squirrels, if We've you can had, remember? I think we've had three this week. Okay, what were they? Do you remember? There was the uh, woman who wanted to take the squirrel as a therapy squirrel, therapy squirrel on a plane, got kicked off. There was the uh, squirrel with boobs in Tokyo. <laughs> Then we had the guy who died from eating squirrel brains. He got yes. a disease. A rare brain disease from eating squirrel. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of the state of North Carolina. Squirrel hunting. A gentleman in North Carolina, he went to feed some squirrels last Monday. And uh, he accidentally blew off his own arm with a booby trap shotgun. <laughs> what kind of booby trap was that? Was he feeding them or trapping them? What, what's up? Yeah, well, I'm confused. Well, was it, or he's feeding them to trap them. He, yes, he hunts squirrels, and then he feeds them, and, you know, probably sets up his traps. He had hooked up a tripwire by his back door and forgotten about it. Dang. He told the 911 dispatcher that there weren't any other booby traps on the property. One report said there were several. He also said, uh, he goes, my arms blow it off. And I quote. And he had my arms blew off? Is no. that what he no. said? No, my, my arms, arms blowed off. off. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. There was that's... a sign on his property about about keeping out meth heads and illegal... Uh, well, okay, anyway. Well, he's blew his um, own dang arm off. And illegal squirrels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, by the way, I, I, did, I, uh, you know, I take this seriously. I did some research. I do have exclusive no. What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Cleveland County 911. Sent an ambulance over to one I just happened, blew my arm off. Okay, well, how did this happen, sir? I have a tripwire and I opened up the door and what the, the, the tripwire went off and blew my arm off. I'm gonna die, I'm in the driveway, I'm gonna die. Oh just tell everybody God. I love them, okay? Oh sir, we got help on the way. Is there anything you can control the bleeding with? No, I'm out here in the driveway, I'm, my arm's blowed off. Sir, I got help on the way, how old are you? I'm I'm 69. Oh man. Okay, is there a towel you can put over it, sir? No, I'm trying. I'm trying to do it, but just uh, please hurry. Yeah, they're on their way, sir. Just stand in line with me, okay? All right, I'm gonna try and get a towel around it. Uh, Is your door unlocked? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Yeah, it's unlocked. Are there any more traps, sir? What's that? Are there any more traps that my responders need to be aware of? No. 
Oh. Did I tell you I had exclusive How? What Are You Kidding Me audio? That is a man at peace with his end. He was cool as a cucumber. I absolutely agree. I admire his strength and his calmness. I, I would have been blubbering and crying like a baby. Me? He was chill. He's like, listen, I, this is... He well, set I, up I'm a gonna... trip wire and tripped over it. Can I say this? I have a, a friend, an older gentleman, right? who <laughs> set up mole traps. He homemade shotgun shell mole traps. For people who walk up to his house? No, no, for moles. Oh. And he blew his own two fingers off. Okay. okay. Well, and he laughed about it, too. Wow. wow. What is well, with you people in booby traps? I'm, I'm not trying to say that you get what you get. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm fine. I'm glad 911 did show up and they lent him a hand. Course, That's all yes. I'm saying. All right, uh, there you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. Every day, Fitch happens. What's up? Welcome back. Everybody, if you have a second, go to my Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. Just two words. Search follow Fitz. Again, two words. Follow Fitz, F-I-T-Z. And Drew, can you take a second and pull up a message from the Facebook page where we actually had someone, uh, one of our listeners send us a message about a bit that, that I do this time of year. And it was oh. it was exciting to see this. Yeah, you, I know exactly what you're talking about. Just give me one moment here. Take your time, pull it up. Uh, and it's always so easy to send us a message too. But I, I mean, I was really excited to see that. That a bit so dynamic, so memorable. That a year it is later, so amazing. Cannot wait. Yeah. So yeah. here it is. The message came in from Blake Powers, who's yeah. a fan of the show, What's and up, he. Blake? Yeah, he wrote. Hey, Fitz, uh, I was wondering if you're going to bring back one of the bits you had on the show last year on Halloween. I think it was called Who's Popping Out of the Coffin. That's Who's Popping Out of the Coffin. That's right. I thought it was really hilarious. Just wondering if you're bringing it back. I am, Drew. Well, don't tell me. Tell Blake. You are so dead. Let me tell you how this works out right now. Uh, I didn't even tell you guys. Um, You might notice Tanner the Millennial is not here. That's because Tanner the Millennial is at a famous celebrity right now where famous dead people are buried. It, the famous. You said he was at a famous. Uh, he was at a famous celebrity. I'm sorry. I meant cemetery. <laughs> celebrity cemetery. I guess. I, I guess you could say he's at a celebrity too, near one. Right. Because uh, he's at, he's at the famous Van Gogh Cemetery, mm. and and currently he jumped the fence. He's got his shovel, and he is digging up deceased celebrities. It's going to be our job and everybody listening right now, at home, at work, in the car, and on the app to recognize. This deceased celebrity he's digging up. So we don't want him to get caught. We really don't have a whole lot of time. You are so dead. I know he's scared. Tanner, Tanner, are you out? Um, there's a connection okay? Can you hear me? Yeah. We, oh, wow. Are you Ooh, in a crypt or something? Deep. Something like that. Okay. Uh, are you sure this is legal? Because you had no. me do this last year, and I'm still kind of freaked out by it. It's not really legal at all. Fun, though. So, oh, great. So we got a couple of seconds. Now, again, everybody listening. As he's, as he's digging uh, uh, up this celebrity, we must recognize who it is. All so right. is our buzzer our name? We'll let the clip play as he's opening up the casket. Oh, got it. Okay. Can, yeah. I, can I open it up? I think I'm here. Yes. Okay. You think you're there, really? I would you say you got to put some more stuff out there. You have to do this. Michael Jackson! I sensed a great deal of uh, negativity and entropy Mm. in the music. There's there's a disintegration going on that we really have to address. Our values 
have been lessened oh, oh. to a great degree. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, VH1's Prince. been pretty cool. Your boss is your name. Bethany. Who is it? Prince. Is it Prince? Yeah, man, it's Prince. <laughs> Dang. Can I close this thing back up? Yeah, I'm getting really ahead. creeped out looking at him. Let's let him rest a little bit. <laughs> All right, it's shut. So what do you think? Who's popping out of the coffin? I love hey, it. Tanner the Millennial? Yeah. Go ahead and head back, man. Thank God. <laughs> This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Facebooks. Twitter. Maybe Snapchat. Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly about the show, your questions, comments, and your concerns. This is from Carmen. Carmen says, uh, hey, Bethany, the mouth from the south, you need to put on, uh, on the biggest, scariest, craziest Halloween display ever seen at your house. That'll mess with your crazy, nosy neighbor. I'm talking about blood and bodies, screams, ghosts flying around on wires, etc." Carmen. Ugh. He is just a piece of work. I don't even want to do anything to even provoke him. Yeah. You know, like. I feel, if- I feel like your neighbor would be fine with that as long as it's run on solar power. <laughs> no, because then he'd be like. Right. <laughs> You hear? We can hear the strobe light going off. <laughs> we can hear the click, click. Of you the know, strobe I mean, it's like listen. Whenever ugh. you start your Ford Bronco, I can tell on the rumble there's some emission issues. I just think you need to have like a like she said, a screaming sound effect, like screams bloody <laughs> murder every be... time someone walks up <laughs> to the door. But every time my kids come home, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is normally what you hear anyway. Well, we might do that, Carmen. Thank you. Uh, Mason says, hey, Fitzy, my wife and I were married at 19 years old and three years later, we're happier than ever. I just want to ask Tanner the millennial, since he is considering having his girlfriend move in with him. If marriage isn't his goal with his girlfriend, then what's the point in even dating? Why are you continuing to live in your den of sin? Like Fitz says, Mason. Well, Mason, I'm 22 years old, dude. I understand that you got married at a young age, and that's very awesome for you and your situation. But that's just not the way I live my life, man. Can I also just say really quickly, Mason, three years isn't very long. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even unwrapped all yeah. the, the wedding gifts yet. Yeah, just, just yeah, give Mason, it a little while. Mason, you don't even know her yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mary says, hey, Drew, you need to show those other guys a video of your rally races because rally racing is not for wimps or old men. It's for sexy old men like yourself. You know, I am actually one of the oldest people out there when I run. So that. When you run, when I race, rally race, run, run the car, run the race. Is that what you call it when you run? We call it all kinds of things. But oh, you know, another. Hey, hey. It's going out and make a run. Exactly. (laughs) Top of the Subaru and get hit. Stop at the Subaru and make a run for it. Did you put some flame stickers on your helmet? That's yeah, man. super cool. Dude, my run is lit, fam. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. <laughs> Someone else actually sent a video for us. I'll show it to you later. Uh, R- rally racers uh, in rally action? Racing. Yeah. Is it rad rally racers? Pretty much. More like dad. All rally racers are rad. <laughs> you guys can't hang. I'll, you come out with me sometime and you'll be wet in your pants. I don't want to. I don't want to hang out your retirement home. You call a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, if I ever, I mean, if I wanted to do that, wouldn't I just go out and hop in the go kart and <laughs> go around the track? Just saying you couldn't hang, that's all. Okay. 
All right. said your retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hey, no, this is appropriate right now. Uh, this comes from uh, my buddy Miles. He said, hey, I love hearing your dad, Green Bray Bob, on the show a few days ago. Please have him on more when he's in town because I just love to hear more of his thoughts on the things going on in the world. I love his perspective. That'd be cool, huh? We got to get it back in. Yeah, I want to hear another debate between uh, GBB and Tanner. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Fitz Happens Live. It's Thursday. Thursday. Is Thursday okay? Thursday? No, I'm all tied up on Thursday. All right. Okay. Um, we have a lot to talk about. I'm just talking. Blah, blah. Just words. I don't have my mental health. Want a drink? On tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen, we have something that's going to make you sick. That was weird. I know, right? Here we go! Come on! Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to call it Friday Eve. What have we learned today? For Thursday, it's August 18th, 2018, and just let us know what you picked up from our show. Here's what I learned today. Uh, I learned that apparently if you uh, eat squirrel brains, some sort of a bizarre uh, bacterial-like amoeba flagellum can get up in your brain, and really you could die from it. Yeah, it was called like VCGJ That's disease. That's right. Yeah, crazies, crazy Yeah. So don't be stuff. a zombie and eating other things' brains. That's, That's right. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what have you learned from today's show? I learned today that a fellow Marine, a brother of mine named John Canley, who is 80 years old, was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor yesterday, and he is the 300th Marine to receive the highest honor. Look at that. That's awesome. So what do you say, Drew? Hoorah! That's right. Tanner the Millennial, uh, what have we learned today? I learned that back in popular demand, who's popping out of the coffin is back. That's right. It's back, man. If you want to listen to today's edition, if you missed it, go on our podcast by searching The Fit Show, and uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in cemeteries. That's right. (laughs) Digging up uh, deceased celebrities. tomorrow. galoshes. Tomorrow we'll continue to do it, and we have to recognize the deceased celebrity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, there you go. And uh, hi, Bethany. How are you over there on the far over there on the other side of the room? Yeah, I'm doing good. What have we learned today? I learned, uh, well, there's some... There's some weird stuff going on. I mean, Drew took Tanner's girlfriend, the lens, into a dark room for two hours. I she, I went to a movie with her. It was a screening. <laughs> We're just friends. That's okay. Guys and girls That's can be begins, friends. right? No. How, uh, how old is the lens? She's 22. How old, are you, how old are you, Drew? 43. Okay. What if she has a daddy complex? She does not have a daddy. What complex. if she like really likes hanging out with you daddy? Guys, it's perfectly innocent. You We're took her friends. to a movie. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting to think because Tanner doesn't seem really that bothered by it. Yeah. This gives a whole new meaning to the den of sin. Oh. That's all I'm Ew. saying. Ew, Drew, you stay out of my basement. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but really, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great day and reach out to us on social media and. Please tell a friend, a co-worker, or a loved one about the show. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.